All right, on this episode of MMA Canada Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at Unified MMA 55, which goes down on January the 19th. And from what I'm seeing on Tapology and the promotional material, it looks like it's the co-main event. We've got Mark Hulme and Zachary Powell throwing down and Great Heaven Zach on the show. How are you doing, man? I imagine you're on cloud nine. Yeah, man, I'm doing great. It's a huge opportunity, opportunity of a lifetime. It's what I've been getting ready for my whole life. So, you know, some may say it's short notice, but like this is 10 years in the making. Yeah, and I saw you had a post similar to that effect that just perfectly encapsulated it. Like, can you give me, I guess, just like a general timeline of how this all kind of came about? Because like you said, I mean, something you've been diligently preparing for for a while. So in a sense, you're very well prepared for, but the actual bout offer did come on pseudo short notice. So like, what was the whole timeline like blocking this one in? Uh, it's been absolutely crazy, man. Like, so this all started way back when Unified started matching up fighters in December. And a lot of guys turned me down. And then one guy accepted, uh, Joe Ramsey, he accepted, but then Samurai postponed their show. And then ended up, he ended up keeping his fight with uh, Dijon on this happening February 2nd. Uh, so that fight fell through and then they ended up filling the card. So I didn't have a spot on the card anymore. Uh, at that point, I was just getting ready for a different show. I was trying to get on the Samurai card, but they couldn't find anyone either. And uh, yeah, so last week I started hearing from my manager that uh, Unified card was falling apart. A lot of fights were, were called off and a lot of injuries were happening. So we got offered Mac Larson on short notice and we took it. And then the day, day after signing the contract, Mac pulled out. Um, stating he had still issues from staff infection he had months prior. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, that happened, but it's just adversity and... This is main training part. He's already in Canada. Like, that's why the fight's happening, because he's already here uh, helping Dragus get ready to fight Strickland the day after. Uh, he's ranked number one in South Africa, and like Dana's gonna have eyes on this fight. Like this is a huge opportunity. Yeah, and when did you find out that portion of it? Because that satisfies a master that we've kind of, I guess, had as like a linear thread throughout a lot of our chats over the years, just in terms of what would represent a big goal, like Dana White's Contender Series, UFC, etc. Like, when did you get wind of that? And can you describe what that means to you? I would think that would be huge. So back in December, it was rumors of it. I wasn't 100% sure, but there was a lot of like talks about it that I was hearing. Uh, so that's why I was like, I'm just going to stay ready regardless in case this is a thing. And I do want to be ready for this opportunity. Uh, and then like it was 100% a sure thing when Mac, when I signed to fight Mac Larson. Then um, like, yeah, so they announced it yesterday, but it was like a 100% sure thing uh, before then. And, um, yeah, so just I'm happy I stayed ready for this opportunity because it's a, it's a big one. And, like, it ended up playing in my favor that, that Matt pulled out because I don't think we'd be the Coleman event. Like, this is, this is like, a big matchup. Um, the guy coming in has a big name to him. I'm sure Dana's going to have eyes on him. So I'm going to just go in there and steal the show. Yeah, I was going to say that portion of it seemed to work out pretty serendipitously i mean just with the ufc obviously 
being in town, like, it sounds like you do have a pseudo level of understanding to your opponent. Like, did you, I guess, have an awareness of him prior to this bout being locked in or more of just like, a, I guess, freshen yourself up on him a little bit now that this fight is locked in kind of deal? Uh, I had no idea who he was. Um, I had no clue. Like, he's been fighting in South Africa and in Russia, so I didn't really follow that scene. Um, but, like, as soon as the fight got offered, like, I looked him up, and I love the matchup. I love I love what he's got going for him. Like, he's, he's a pretty good fighter, but I feel like my skills really shut down what he's good at. Uh, and then he's, like, I've watched every looking for a fight in the past month, and Dana, what Dana looks at is age, like, and then also who do you train with and how exciting you are. And a lot of times, like, these guys will come in and they'll be training with certain UFC fighters. So, like, say I train with Mike Malat. I train with I train with Aaron. I don't know if that's to my benefit because he's ranked, like, number four next in line for Bellator, but whatever. Uh, and this guy trains with Dreykus. So, like, it's, I'm sure Dana's going to be uh, watching this one. I think, I think like, thinking of like the two fights he's going to be trying to find guys from it's my fight and then the Vogel fight so hopefully uh me and Vogel come out up top and make Ottawa get no proud and it seems like it's a chance to be a big weekend for you know Niagara top team and really I mean Canadian MMA by proxy it just it seems like it's on like the precipice of something big in a lot of ways I would just imagine there's a lot of camaraderie among the team as everyone has their individual tasks and everything. I mean, you've got a big fight coming up, obviously, but like you mentioned, Mike Malott, who's fighting on the UFC card, Jasmine, Jazz Divisius on the UFC card also, etc. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's a huge weekend for the team. Uh, it's going to be big. And like just yesterday, talking with Mike uh, about this opportunity and like he saw, he said something that like just really rang deep to me. It's He was at Alpha Mel when... Cody Garbrat became champ, and then that was passed on to, to TJ. Not in the way I'd like it to happen for me and Mikey, but Mikey was talking about going to get this title, and then, like, in a few years, I'm going to be next in line and going to get that title, kind of like the way Khabib and Islam did it. So, uh, like, I, I can see that happening. There's a lot of possibilities of that happening, and, like, it's just huge, and this is the first step for me towards it. Go out there, display an amazing performance, and just forced Dana's hands to sign into the UFC. And it seems like it's coming at an interesting time for you in a certain sense, because obviously the competitive preparedness has been there for a while, but kind of an interesting 2023 that I saw you had a post kind of related to that, talking about minor setback to major setback and how the first half of the year you dealt with a fair bit of adversity. Like what was going on there? If you don't mind my asking, because even in a competitive sense, I was noticing you weren't, really out there in the cage as much in 2023 but seems like important lessons learned all the same and obviously steadily getting in that work so like what was going on there like what were you i guess alluding to in that post and everything there uh well i'd say my last fight like my last two fights like i had no fun at all i didn't enjoy it anymore and that led to me like I had a bit of an injury after my last fight against Krako in 2022 and I tried getting ready for another fight. I was um, supposed to fight Austin Tweedy at the December show at Unified Brockton, Ontario and I couldn't couldn't get through camp for that and that just like sent me down a loophole of just not wanting to fight anymore and not not understanding like what I wanted to do with this life and 
and then I missed it for a bit. I was in training consistently. I was training probably once a week, but then like my like main dialogue was like, nah, I don't want to fight anymore. Like I'm done. I'm just going to help the boys get ready and stuff. And then I helped AJ get ready for his Dalton Rasta fight and went out to Bellator and just changed everything for me. Like that's, that's amazing. I want to fight at the highest level in the sport. That's what I always wanted. And being out there, seeing that remind me of that. And then I've, probably made more improvements in the past seven months that I've made in the my first 10 years of training like it's crazy how everything just clicked and I'm totally a different fighter now and can't really explain why like there's nothing healthy about what I did of gaining 60 pounds and barely training but the seven months after of just being completely dialed in and focused uh, has has really changed who I am as a fighter and a person, and I can't wait to, to show that next Friday. Yeah, well, it shows, like, the mental side of it and, like, the resilience and the adaptability, as much as it's about the physical components in that regard. Like, it seems like one's mentality kind of, like, being similarly malleable, at least being open to learn and push yourself to different directions. It's really cool also to hear that that was such an impressionable kind of experience and everything like that like was it just like the nature of the show like just the magnitude of it and what it represented that resonated with you and kind of reignited your fire that bellator show with aaron jeffrey you were talking about yeah like the show the everything around it like the whole fight week and just having goosebumps being there and then like actually making a good amount of money to fight like it's something i've always wanted to do and then i see one of my best friends doing it and my main training partner and like I, I compete with AJ in the room and I see it like a possibility for me to do that. So like just seeing that it's it's something I want from this life. And I guess it reminded me of that because I, I forgot that for a bit. And I mean, it's kind of cool, at least I guess from a layman perspective for me, the fact that it's also at Rebel. I mean, I guess just coming to mind that Adam DeFreitas PFC 13 fight you had there like a certain level of connectivity with the venue at least in as far as you had competed there previously does is that like an, a little asterisk in this at all is it kind of fun that it's at this venue because you have that prior history almost or kind of inconsequential in a sense i love it i i love that venue it's probably one of like i'd say except tko which was at the bell center which was crazy it's probably one of the better venues i fought at uh, and then, like, I know what to expect. I know what the walkout looks like, unless you change the scenery. But, like, I doubt they will. Uh, and Prospect really, like, killed that show. So I'm... And, like, thinking about the timeline and stuff, like, I got the I got the DeFreitas offer in early January. I got this offer in early January. It, it just feels like a lot of the same to me. Just less time to prepare, but the, the thing is now, like, I'm always ready versus before. I don't think I was always ready to get a... Like get a fight, but the way I train now, I'm like just always ready, and uh, it just ends up paying off. Like that's that's all it is. It's that that those little changes I've made in my training and my lifestyle have made me ready to seize this opportunity. And if I didn't make those changes, like I'd probably be skipping on uh, getting the chance to fight in front of Dana White. I was going to say, was the approach before more having like specific compartmentalized training camps and maybe almost taking the foot off the gas for a bit, whereas now it's more of like that day-to-day lifestyle of a martial artist kind of approach? Is that kind of how it is now, I guess? 
Yeah, I'd say before I was really like dialed in in camp and out of camp, I would, wasn't really as focused. Like I would still show up, but like it would be very mundane and not like thought out. Versus now, I feel like a 265-day-a-year fighter. Like, I'm always looking to get better every day. Like, I know people say 1% better every day, but there's a huge difference between saying it and actually doing it. And I've been actually doing it for the past seven months. And I feel the difference. Uh, my training partner feels the difference. Like, I don't know if you've seen, seen this video pop up, but it's, like, just a clip of me and Mikey and Mikey talking about how I've improved in the past year to being, like, one of his rest rounds to one of like his hardest rounds in the room and stuff and like just hearing that from a guy that's going to be ranked top 15 in the week like uh, that means a lot yeah it really shows where you're at and kind of that you know dynamic you were talking about before just how everyone in the gym sees each other and like what their you know ceiling is and i saw a post you had a bit ago too that i thought was kind of cool like just in the sense of you were talking about missing the weight cut and missing the warm-up and just even missing the pain the day after, like almost longing for the aspect of the fight that maybe some guys look at as almost cumbersome or try to like just get through as much as they can. Like it's like you're almost even still like missing those components. So speaks to, I guess, how ready you are to get out there and just experience the, I guess, full comprehensiveness of what Fight Week, etc. offers. Yeah, yeah. And just like remembering that post now and knowing I have to cut weight like starting this week and I'm like just already thinking like I want to get into a scrap next Friday against Mark. Like I, if I walk out of there stitched up, bruised up, like I've already I've already prepared my girlfriend to probably have to wheel me around. Like I, I'm looking to get in there and lay it all on the line. And if I have to take a few months away from fighting after, it's all going to be worth it if I have a contract in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, it's such a such an opportunity here to, you know, really do something incredible. You were talking too about just like the connectivity to Drykus and whatnot. Like, do you know like who his corner people are going to be, or if he's going to be there even, or is that something you're not privy to? I suppose. I mean, I wouldn't presume you would be necessarily, but maybe heard through the grapevine or something. I guess. Uh, I assume he won't be there. He does have an important fight the next day, but if he is, that's pretty cool. But I. I don't really care. Like he, I hope Sean Strickland just knocks him out. So, like, no hard feelings. But like, I like Sean Strickland more than I like Drakus. And like, especially training with AJ, who's one of Sean's friends. Like, uh, I don't know. I hope Sean wins. And uh, like, hey, if he's there, I'll shake his shake his hand after putting Mark out of round two or three, and just go on with my night and watch a UFC somewhere the next day because t- t- tickets are crazy price but yeah figure that out after the fight it's kind of a random question but do you have any entrance song plans just because i remember a prior time we were talking you were thinking of doing like a bit of a colby covington and coming out to the kurt angle theme song like do you have any idea in that regard or maybe not so much because it's a shorter notice throwdown. oh i got the ideas already um well i feel like the colby covington is is fitting but not so much because i feel like i'm the hometown guy so no one's really gonna want to tell me i suck yeah <laughs> uh so i'm really thinking about going with the cult of personality here and like hey dana loves him so why not is that a little nod to cm punk or just your living personality guy <laughs> i'd say both 
yeah, no, love to see that, man. I mean, that kind of ties into the looking for a fight thing, too, because with, like, Mickey Gall getting the opportunity from that to fight Punk. So kind of a tendril to connect everything together. Now Dana's doing looking for a fight as you're getting ready to throw down here. It fits in perfectly because that's what I'm calling out after I beat Mark. Oh, that's interesting. So you've got uh, got old Gall in your crosshairs there? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's very fitting. Uh, I know he trains at Kill Cliff with AJ and... Like, I want to go train there eventually, but I feel like my first fight into the UFC, it would be very fitting to go out there and, and fight Mickey Gall, who is, like, to my opinion, the OG of when it comes to looking for a fight. Like, him and Marab are, like, probably the two most popular guys that got picked up from that show. So, um, yeah, like, he got in by calling out CM Punk, so I'm going to try and get in by calling him out. No, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. Like, as soon as you said it, just, yeah, everything clicked together there, so... I mean, this is cool, man. I mean, the incredible fight here, and, I mean, you got a lot lined up in your head at the very least. So, yeah, I mean, just incredible stuff. And moreover, just appreciate you making some time to, you know, talk about all of this so close to the fight and everything, man. But kind of echoing the earlier sentiment of wanting to be mindful of your time and schedule, I'm curious if you maybe have a final parting thought to add as we're wrapping things up, Zach. Uh not really, man. Like, uh, the show's sold out, so unfortunately, like, if you guys want to come watch and you haven't got a ticket yet, um, it's going to be hard to get some. But I will be holding a contest on my Instagram. Uh, I'll hopefully get it up this weekend to draw two tickets to get to go watch the Unified Fights. Um, and if you don't win that or if you can't get your hands on any tickets, well, tune in to Fight Pass and uh, don't miss it. It's going to be a banger. Yeah, for sure. People got to give Powell MMA that follow and check out what's going on on Instagram. But yeah, definitely excited for this card, man. Should be a great one before the UFC Toronto event. I mean, Unified always has great cards that are well attended, but I feel like it's definitely benefiting from being like the day before Toronto, just getting that additional buzz and everything like that. And just really excited for this January 19th co-main event with Mark Hume and everything. And just, you know, big thanks for coming on MMA Canada Radio. Really excited to peep this fight when it goes down hopefully be there live seeing what's going on but until then man you have a good rest of your day thank you thank you bro thanks for your time man have a great day